The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal with John. Absolutely Joe Flacco not. has a Super Joe Bowl Flacco. MVP. Look at the stats, dog. Ha. Look at the stats. Look at Look at the stats. And Rando. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. And then people I were like, Joe, Joe Flacco elite. On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando, here on a non-victory Monday. This is a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. Gentlemen, not not a great weekend. Did you guys did you guys watch any football after the Bills game? Or were you like were you like me where you couldn't I mean I still turned on red zone a little bit, but I mean I watched like the Dolphins Giants game, but that wasn't very entertaining. So no, not after that. Yeah. I was driving back from Rochester, my beautiful niece turns one. At 12 o'clock. Oh, that's right. How did, yeah. how did that situation go, Brando? How did, uh, how did the... Uh, yes, maybe you should, first you should retell it better. Yes. No, in uh, Rochester. So it's about 70 miles for me to get there. And I left right at the start of the third quarter. I think after the first drive, after we punted, I was walking out and I was like, of course they punt after they get the double dip opportunity. So drove back. Chris Brown's great. I like listening to him on the call. Can't get it on my phone. I don't know why my red zone app wasn't working or the NFL network app wasn't working and I couldn't get it on GR. I couldn't get it on the bills app. So I had to listen to the radio until I got into Rochester airwaves and you switch it over to like 96, seven or 95, seven or something. The FM 96, five. So yeah. I had that on and I was listening and it ended like as I pulled in to my sister's house and I got there like at what, like 12 57. So a little late, but, but that was all <laughs> the football that I watched. I watched primetime later in the night, watched all three of my fantasy teams kicking butt this week but uh friend of the show sam went down this week you know kicked her butt timmy timmy wanted me to let him know that he is on a streak he's went into it i think he beat you john Maybe oh i think in, so uh, yeah right. Wait, we're in a league. league with timmy yeah he's in our fantasy league what a good guy yeah <laughs> no you, timmy? at, at least one of my fantasy teams is down bad with injuries but so yeah but it worked out i mean didn't like i said didn't watch a ton of football after tuned in a little bit to the kansas city game justin jefferson if he would have played, they probably win that game against Kansas City. So, but yeah, I didn't even watch that one at all. I watched like one, like I watched the one o'clock window red zone, 
And then I was like, I can't stop getting mad about this Bills game. And it's like, it's not even the game. It's like, oh my God, you know, we probably lost Daquan Jones and Matt Milano for the season. Like yeah. I can't get past that. So I, I grabbed some beers and I went to the golf course and I'm like, I'm going to go nice. walk, walk nine here. Cause like, I can't do anything else. How'd you and, play? Uh, uh, not good. Not good at all. Actually. <laughs> what a day to have a day. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, you finish in Nashville at like 11. You, that's not a bad day to golf, like time to start on a Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I mean, I didn't start till it was after the one o'clock games. So it was like four or 5 PM. Like I got there and I was going to get a cart with nine and they're like, yeah, we're not doing carts anymore. So I just walked and uh, yeah. they didn't have any pull carts either, which is <laughs> really funny. You're lugging it. You're so lugging it. I was, yeah. I was really tired by the end of that round. And like, yeah. this is, there's a lot, it's Tennessee. Like the hills of Tennessee are a real thing. There is a lot of elevation change on this course. Yeah. So I, uh, I could definitely got my workout in and that probably contributed to uh, not playing so well, but yeah, it's uh sometimes you just need it after yeah. that kind of bills game. I'm glad that I, there was at least something because I couldn't just sit with myself after mm. that. That's you what know. I was doing, man. I had to sit those reflected <laughs> reflections, hour and a half car rides. I'm just sitting there thinking. And as I was, and I had to drive back to Buffalo this morning. So that's no fun, but at least you got to get some anger out. But I don't know. While I was driving, man, I was thinking it was just devastating with the, with the penalties, right? Just Matt Milano. Hello, oh, so Matt Milano. I play this game with the kids in the gym right now. It's running back, running back score a touchdown, but Matt Milano's the defense. And if the defense tags you, you become another linebacker. And they, they like all the kids know who Matt Milano is. And it's really going to be sad talking about him all week being out. But I'm sitting there thinking, dude, you, you know, you compare about this game and I'm, I'm like, I don't know what made me think about it, but between the penalties, the injuries and like the heroic Herculean effort on defense, it reminded me of the, remember the Titans game when they're getting flagged all the time. And then Coach Yost calls the huddle together and he's like, you will remember the day that they play the Titans. And it's like, McDermott, you, you saw the huddle them up like maybe right after halftime and you can see him roaring them up. And then Ed Oliver gets the strip of save points on the, on the play. And Ed, and AJ Epinesa, it's like, they will remember they, they dominated. It was so special to watch what that defense did. The clawing heroic, like stay in this game. The only thing they couldn't have done was score. And uh, sunshine, right? Our Josh Allen, our sunshine, let us down. Whereas in the movie, they they, they come through. But that that was my interpretation of the defense, and it was just gut wrenching to watch them throw that effort out there and have them lose. Uh, I wish I had the uh, snap counts in front of me, but there were some guys who got snaps in this game, like from the practice squad, who have like got their first snaps of the season. I Zekler or uh, Zekler. Well, I feel I feel like Dorian Williams wasn't playing a whole lot either, like before the game. Well, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, snaps, he's he's yeah. the guy who doesn't see the field, and then he was first in. You know, he's you could tell he was a little bit over his head getting in the game. Kyrie Elam was in over his head, which and then you got wouldn't the, be against Calvin Ridley when he's eating up. Yeah. But the UV yeah, product he got himself to score two touchdowns in the game. So, <laughs> I <know. laughs> so I was gonna say it was the refs and Calvin Ridley had Jags plus plus three and a half yeah. for sure. But well, nah, I think the only was, saving grace, John, was when I texted you Bills live bet question mark. I got him at plus five and a half, so I hit that. Thank goodness for DraftKings. I had it loaded at plus three and a half. <laughs> and then it said odds change to plus five and a half. I was like, sweet. I'm glad I didn't make that bet. And then it went through, but doesn't, doesn't help this thing of the loss. No, it doesn't at all. Like I had one of my better betting weekends and it, it does not help at all. Yeah. So, but 
Uh, well, like where we, I don't, I don't even know where we go from here because are we just hoping that they can come back by the end of the season? Like, no, uh, you don't come back on a broken leg. Yeah, he's not coming back. Daquan Jones, pectoral surgery. He's not coming yeah, back. Well, they're both going to require surgery. So it's like, you know, you're looking at a month's timetable. I don't think there's, there has, the only good news is that there has been no definitive, definitely out for at least a year yeah. news, right? So it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty improbable at this point, but. Are you just going to see the next man up and Sean McDermott is going to earn that contract extension on that defensive play calling because, you know, you go from a number one, number two unit in the league with all of these stars to you still only gave up 25 points with a practice squad defense against an elite offense and your offense should score more than 25. So if 25 with these guys dying, sucking oxygen out of oxygen masks, AJ Epinesa, and you're, you're only letting 25 points in. Like if you can do that every week, I don't know how sustainable it is, but you get Von Miller back and if you can bend and bend and bend and you got to have Josh Allen pick it up. He's got to pick up the slack. That's what uh, fifty million dollar players a year do, right? They got to pick it up. So, yeah, I mean, your offense is going to literally need to be absolutely unstoppable come playoff time because that's what we're thinking about, right? I think you can get through the regular season. I think they won't lose more than five or six games. You know, they'll either come out of this, you know, eleven and six or twelve and five, most likely. I would With think two losses but so it, far. I, I, that's generous. That's generous. Oh, you think it could be worse? It could be worse. I think it could be worse. I well, look at 10. the stretch that they have coming up. Yeah. They do ten and seven is realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you sneak into the playoffs, but you, that's when you have to play your best football, right? And yeah. is it? You know, obviously there have been injuries, but this healthy—I mean, it's not the same exact version of this defense, but this defense with guys like Matt and Milano have become like victimized by teams with good offenses in the playoffs. They haven't had their best days, so I don't know if that's you know, Frazier versus McDermott or anything like that. But that's what worries the most. It's not about getting through the regular season. I know that they can patch together a defense to do enough. I mean, look at what we've gotten out of Terrell Bernard, who is by all no, no means a world beater. I think it's more just like he's in the right place at the right time and is a product of good coaching. So I think that can get you through the regular season. I'm just, you know, Josh Allen's going to need to be like 13 seconds, Josh Allen, for the entire playoffs uh, yeah. to, to, to overcome not the overtime that, I feel 13 like. seconds, Josh Allen, though. No, no, not yeah. that one. It's well, tough. Well, Josh Allen didn't didn't even get the ball in overtime in 13 seconds, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not that time. But I'm thinking but. of the way that he's going to have to play without thinking he has to play like that, right? You You heard the narrative of positive... Josh not going bonkers when he's down, right? And the throw to Diggs wasn't that bad. Diggs wants that thrown to him. That's the trust that yeah. they have together. But he's going to have to stay composed, figure out what they're giving him, and take it. Because you're going to have to... Less mistakes now. No, You can't give up points. Your defense is going to have to score a couple more points, I think. I don't know. It's, it stinks. It really stinks. But what do you, when you think about it, when we go from averaging 16 points a game against us... What are you going to get up to 23, 24? Are those guys, how many points per game are those guys worth on the back end? You know, and maybe you saw it a little bit in the the way that the Jags were able to have these extended drives. You don't get the stop plays that you need, were... right? All the third downs that the Jags gave up, you expect Matt Milano to get a couple of those. You expect Daquan Jones to get some pressure, you know, maybe tip a ball, get an interception. So you're going to have to just keep bending and bending and bending and hope, like you said, in the red zone, when this, when these... Windows get smaller and the Bills defense really 
the Bills have an elite red zone defense, and you saw it again. See it week after week. Every now and then you get the goal line stand. So they're just going to have to they're going to have to do that and play that strategy. Limit teams to field goals, not touchdowns. Well, I feel like Greg Rousseau coming back will be interesting too. I think that that's a unspoken yeah variable that hopefully you know makes a difference. So yeah, what they were on what nine guys, eight guys at one point. Ugh, it was. Yeah, Shaq Lawson was not in this game. Leonard Floyd came out with an injury on the same play that Matt Milano did. Yeah. It's just just brutal. And, and like, I don't know why you're the NFL who has billions and billions and billions of dollars can't put down a grass field for an international game. Like, that's just too much to ask to get grass ready in a stadium that usually has grass in it. You know, the did grass you hear is this? sitting outside in the parking lot, right? Did you hear like, it today? So they, about, so they don't ruin it. I, I didn't listen to anything today. You got yeah, it's in. in the contract for the NFL that Tottenham will roll out a turf because you're not playing on my Premier League team's field. You will not rook Jeez. it up. Your and uh Jeremy's quote was like, it's like putting a rug down for guests. You don't want them to make a mess. And it does stink, but that's just not even in, in the UK, but it's not even just in the United States. It's like, you know, wherever they go, there's turf. Just play on grass. The Bills are going to have it, thankfully, in four years from now. But you're right. It's a You can't wait to see that first year without turf to see the reduction of injuries. It's going to be a huge thing, I think. You know, the NFLPA, you see, you see all this stuff about concussions and the CTE lawsuit. What are you going to see when they, they switch to grass? How many, you know, how many more players play longer? How many players play more games? And then the, the science will back up everybody that what they need to know. Yeah. And it's, you know, the, from the NFL's point of view, like what's, what's their, they're all about the bottom line, right? So what's it going to take to get it turned around? Is it going to be the next CBA where the, that's a non-negotiable thing or is it going to take like somebody like freaking Patrick Mahomes tearing yeah. his ACL on a turf field? Like, I mean, well, I mean Aaron bottom Rod- line wise, like I, I don't know how much more money would have to be expended for a grass field. Like, what maybe you're talking tens of millions of dollars compared to you know you have dozens of players that make tens of millions of dollars so like i feel like it's really not that big of a deal like really just exactly like, you know it's about 900 grand majors. 900 grand for an nfl grass field and they need let me see here there's 14 I mean, you, fields that they would need to overhaul as of last year that's not that much when you look at nfl just google this ready nfl how much money does the nfl make on their tv deal yeah. Oh, it's it's crazy. All the, every single team gets three hundred million dollars before anybody pays a snap at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like with the TV deal. Oh but my it's, god. All obviously, right. putting in grass would be more expensive for teams like Detroit, right? Where you have a dome. I don't know if that one opens. If you have a non-opening dome, like you got to figure out a way to wheel the grass outside, like they do in Arizona or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. Like, I get that. That's probably the most expensive example. But if you're talking about open air stadiums like the Bills, you know. Green Bay has an amazing grounds crew that somehow puts together grass every single year and in Green Bay, Wisconsin, when it's well, already I mean, dead by, you know, October, really they have like an intricate setup though. They have like, you know what I mean? Grass heaters and stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess it would be maybe a little bit more than 900,000 when you like put in other. Well, this is, that. this is another part, you know, the maintenance to it, but okay. So the NFL, it's 125.5 billion over 10 years. So that's what, what 11 11 and a half billion per year that they make and you can't you can't swing 10 million. The other thing that is cool, a professor at Michigan State is working with FIFA 
to bring natural gas to five domed stadiums when the World Cup comes to the U.S. in 2026. And that's because all European soccer, they won't play on turf because they know how bad it is. But they said, if you do have a natural grass field on an enclosed stadium, they either have to wheel it out, like you said they do in Arizona, or they have to swap the fields every couple of weeks. So you're looking at, I mean, if I, I watched Welcome to Wrexham and they had problems with their grass field and they had to get a whole new field and they, you know, take all the turf out and put all the turf in. And I think it cost them like 250 grand for the whole operation, but that's a lot different than right. an NFL football field. I mean, too. San Francisco literally just did that for a concert because they had a concert the night before. And then they had to replace all the turf like the day, the day of they did it in a day. Yeah. They were talking about this on, this was the game when I was out in LA because it was that it was on Monday or Sunday night football or something like that. I forget who the 49ers were playing, but it's like, it can be done. I don't, I really don't get the counter arguments. It really doesn't seem that like, if you're going to save one player's knee, your entire season, doesn't that already make it worth it? Especially if the player is X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, it, you're even your five million dollar player. It, it, you know, you save one knee from that, and yeah. you're getting a player that's playing on that contract rather than rehabbing and and incurring a, a additional rehabilitation costs on top of that too. You know, and look at the Probably. leading NFL jersey sales. You look at the top twenty players, and I bet you nine of them are injured this year. Right, Aaron Rodgers was leading the way at one point. He's out. Right, just another way to lose eyes on your product. It just is a no brainer. It's a no brainer. It's stupid that the NFL doesn't do it. It's negligent at some point here, but it was in there is in their CBA. I think they could, they can make the playing field. So you got next contract. It's got to be up or you find an owner like Terry Pagula. And the other cool fact is the bill stadium should be done by 2026. Right? So maybe the uh, world cup comes to a game in Buffalo. Who knows? Oof. That would be cool. I wonder, I, I think, don't they base a lot of that on like how, how many hotel rooms you have? Like that's why Buffalo could never host a Super Bowl. But you, you could have enough like, hotel rooms. You could put like the F minus list teams here. They don't have to be a list team. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you could teams. slap them in St. Cats or something if you had to. Yeah. With the Canadian U S border open being a world cup, right. You know, you never know just some food. It's a for good thought. question. I have, I have no idea what goes into hosting a world cup thing. So like, don't, don't ask me anything I mean, about that. I personally that. wouldn't go. I'd, I'd rather watch paint dry, but, um, <laughs> Oh man, I, I would totally take, go to take. a world cup game. If there was a world cup game in this town, you're not going to go. It's like a once in a lifetime. Well, I mean, thing. maybe if it was like, well, I, I don't know if like Leo Messi was there or something, but if it's like a bunch of B listers that I already don't know, like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? To yeah. say you were there maybe. So what did you think Jack about not going to London after the game? I'm happy I didn't because I just would have been, well, actually it would have been a great drinking sesh. Like probably after the game, it probably would have been, you know, whatever group bonding. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure it would have been a fun trip, but yeah, yeah then that would have been brutal. You would have been like, why did I pay all this money? Why did I, you know, like, <laughs> I'd just be, there'd be, you know, you might get over it, you know, the day after, but it would kind of ruin the back half of your trip a little bit. Definitely. The Especially if you had back. stuff. Yeah. Oh, that'd be such a long plane ride. I just think about our, our last high school game we played in Dundee. And they had that running back. They were what six and one, and they missed the playoffs, so they had to play us in the playoffs. Is like the best All team right, to yeah, not the make toilet the playoffs. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we were in the toilet bowl. And that running back, I just remember going in for like two snaps, and he just ran me over. And it was like we drove two and a half hours out to this game, got <laughs> lit up. Got sore stupidly, like played a couple snaps and got a ride in the bus all the way back. Think about these new bruises I got. It's just like the Bills made that flight. I wonder what that flight's like. Is it quiet? Is it silent? They watching film. 
They're probably sleeping, right? Is that nighttime? Hopefully. But, but what do you what do you make of the Bills' decision to not go out there until late in the week? You know, a lot of I mean, Travis Etienne was quoted saying he thinks it was a huge advantage based yeah. on how he felt for the first game versus how he felt for the second game. And Roger Goodell said that they were going to use this as an experiment. Like, okay, great, the Bills are getting the butt end of the stick uh, on that. Uh, so the and NFL can. Home game. Yeah, and lose a yeah. home game in the process just so they can figure out how it affects players. It's like, well, you you got your answer. They started sluggish. They looked sluggish the entire game. This they was one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Injuries. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. like kind of the thing that we talked about over the summer. It's like if you're not going, this is a little bit different, but you know, if you're not 100% confident in what you're doing every single second, you're going to end up with an injury. Like yeah. that's just how injuries but tend to happen I mean, to, to your point earlier though your chance of having a player get injured practicing on a turf field is probably higher than just not practicing in general i mean i, I don't have any stats to back that up but i i could see where that would be a concern do you really want i mean granted the bills field house is turf but still like you know i don't know yeah you mean like going out to london and practicing the whole week and having to be on turf that week yeah. instead of yeah. outside it one Bills drive because they have outside yes. fields at one Bills drive too. They like, do. you know what? Actually, yeah. though, I think they're grass because I watched them get watered when I field drive. House? When I walk by, so the field house inside is turf, but the yeah, outside yeah. field that is covered by the blue fence. It's next to the field house. It's it's yeah, a, yeah. away Their from the outside stadium. fields are grass. That's all. That's grass. what we were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were saying that was grass. Okay. We're just inside only, is, they, is turf. They only play out there if it's nice, right? So unless their coach is like, get outside, we're gonna prep for this. But right. Unless they got a weather game coming up. Yeah. They gotta prep for or whatever. But I don't know. Man, I, I think if the defense played the way that they did, they weren't tired. So why did the offense play the way they did? I like the comment earlier the that they made on the radio today too. It's like the offense falls flat in the States sometimes too. It doesn't mean if it's in London, they, they just have done that. Sometimes we are a very up and down team. It's just, when you think about it through the NFL, what other team plays like this? I'm sure there's a couple and I'm sure fans around the NFL would tell you that how much of a week to week league this is, but yeah. to have the I best mean, well, offense like, over what, three days, three games. Yeah. What did, uh, what did the chiefs do last week? Would they only put up like 20 points against who the jets? Yeah. I think it was something 23. Like that. 2320. Yeah. So it happens, but it, it well, just was very reminiscent to the last Jaguars game, which I feel like was the most helpless I had felt in a long time. But yeah, like especially oh, with the flags and the third downs, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a death by a thousand things. I'm like reliving moments from that game right now. I don't like yeah. it. No, uh, it's all right, though. Doug Peterson's rather likable. So yes, I got to remember that sometimes. I do like um, the Jags. And I, I think I've, you know, I've been on their train all season long. So to have them get 25 points. Yeah, I, I think if they'd play him again in the playoffs, which they very well could. Yeah, we win. I, I don't even I don't know, man, because think about the we took off at least six points, right? Two field goals off the board. So they're breaking 30 if they play us the way that they did. So true. You have to count on your defense doing that. I don't know. You gotta score 30 to beat them. Even you if can't it's score, in, like John said, if you can't score 30 week in, week out in the playoffs, you're probably not gonna be in the Super Bowl yeah. anyway. So Yeah. All right. Well, Pat, you got uh you got some quotes for us on the other side here? We'll uh, we'll Got take some a break. Positive quotes. Nice. All right. I love it. Stick around for that, guys. We'll be right back after this. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. 
a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for the Weekly Sabres Update. It's almost that time. Season over is tomorrow if you're listening in on Thursday. And the Buffalo Sabres signed their man Rasmus Dahlin to an eight-year contract, right? Eight years, 88 mil. The Swede is locked up. Future captain, probably. This has been your weekly Sabres update. I think we strayed slightly from the original point of the Sabres update, but that's okay. They're getting better now. It's that's true. It's like, I mean, we don't, I, it's I not hope. just a complaining segment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was telling Brandon earlier, I went to the Sabres game on Friday and I already was a bad friend because I missed the time slot to take the train. So we already had to play, you know, pay for parking. And then by the time we paid for parking, I just spent the entire time while we were downloading the parking app, talking about how good Devin Levi was going to be only to have him, you know, have poor defensive play in front of him, but, um, and <laughs> you know, seven X, but love him. It's exciting. We'll see on Thursday. MSG password. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that because it's the same as ESPN. I don't know if you guys are having problems with it, but anyways, Pat. (laughs) It's time for quotes with Pat. They're things that people said. What are some things people said? That's the biggest difference from last year, putting those negative plays behind him and moving on. And we were able to overcome that as a football team and win that game. I feel like I heard this one. That's Robert the biggest Sala. difference from last year. No, Robert Sala would be like, my entire team is trash. I've just let down the entire nation of Long Island. But Yeah, but they beat the Broncos. That's why. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, true. You, you, might see, you might see some from that game in the quotes list. Um, all right. All right. Who else? Uh, Steelers, Mike Tomlin. Nope. Nope. That's the biggest difference from last year, putting those negative type plays behind him and moving on. And we were able to overcome that as a football team and win that game, which is interesting because the coach of this player had possibly one of the first drop dead, horrible playoff first half performances I've ever seen. Interesting. Is this, is this Doug Peterson? It is Doug Peterson. Uh, I, feel like, yeah. I feel like you should never have to say that about Trevor Lawrence after the after the Chargers win, but apparently he felt like saying it. I mean, I guess if you do fumble in the red zone, like you know, that's a negative play that you come back from. So, but yeah, Doug Peterson, likable guy. Um, they played good. They're going to be good for a long yeah. time, I think. Okay, the throw needs to be better. I missed inside a little bit on the third down. They were playing man coverage. Their best player against our best player. It got tipped around, and he made an incredible play. Dak referencing Prescott. an interception. Nope. Come on. Why Dak. do you think? Why do you think interception? And your first thought is Dak Prescott because like, he throws a lot of them. All right? he throws where's a lot my of dad them. when I need him right now, dude? Um, he throws more of them than <laughs> Josh <laughs> Allen does. Whoa. Yeah, I was gonna say if Dak Prescott wasn't injured last year, he would have led the lead in inter- league in interceptions. Yeah. Right? He was 
We did this exercise over the summer, right, yeah. Brandon? He had the highest interception percentage or something, yeah. like, something like that, yeah. I think. Yeah, more than Josh, even though Josh threw what he did. Dak Prescott, interception machine. Let's see who else throws a lot of picks. <laughs> um, well, this guy doesn't throw a lot of touchdowns either. But, um, Kenny P? No, same talent level as Kenny P, though. Potentially Kurt, worse Kurt talent Cousins. level. Kirk Cousins. Come on now. Kirk, Kirk Cousins uh, is amazing. He's just he's right, the greatest right, loser right, of all, all right. time. You see, Justin Jefferson wants to go to the team that Kirk Cousins goes with. He won't sign a deal because he wants to follow Kirk because he thinks they can break like the all time receiving record together. Hey, listen, all I know is when the when the Vikings win and Kirk's got his shirt off and he's got that, you know, that that fly gold chain around his neck. Who who's cooler than that? Honestly, you ever see Josh Allen do anything like that? No. But, um, <laughs> you ever see cool, someone pay who's for cooler you ever, than that? Uh, should we who, make you a ever list? See, you, ever, or? <laughs> you ever see someone that buys three hundred level Minnesota Twins tickets and then takes his family? And he could have off. probably bought box seats. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Did, you, Did you guys see this? Did you see railed? Mike Florio? Yeah. Mike Florio. Oh my god. Mike Florio is one of the most frustrating humans to cover the NFL in history. That's this hilarious. guy has so many unfounded takes. It's crazy. And then on NBC, Sunday Night Football, they treat him like an insider. They treat him like... Well, he is from Minnesota, though. He he went to UMin. Like, you know, he's from Minnesota. Does that give him the right to rip on him? Uh, Pat, you you got to see this. He's like, who I'll, had the quote tweet? It I'll was read it? It. Okay, you you get that ready. Mike Floria has some crazy takes. You'll, you're like, you know, I'm, I'll be just like casually watching Sunday Night Football, and you know, Mike Floria will be like, well, yes, Diggs really does want out of Buffalo, and, and you know, like he's just got some crazy takes. Like he's an ins- he says some nuts stuff. Okay, Absolutely you know crazy. that's the that's the name of the game. Do you want me to read this? Uh, okay, so this was in yeah. his uh, wrote a piece. He wrote a piece. And this was the quote. Yes, Tuesday is the off day for NFL players. Yes, Cousins made it clear during the quarterback series that he defiantly refuses to work on Tuesdays when the Vikings are operating on a Sunday to Sunday schedule. That's fine. That is his prerogative. But let's not be surprised by the fact that Mahomes is currently the best quarterback in football and Cousins is not. From a tangible perspective, Mahomes has the ability to improvise when the play is called, go sideways, consistently making chicken salad out of chicken caco. From the intangible perspective, Mahomes takes full advantage of the time that he has between games to get ready for the next opponent. The great ones do. That's ultimately the question that everyone and anyone in any professional endeavor featuring any degree of competition, and they all do, must ask themselves, do you want to be great? Kirk Cousins doesn't work on Tuesdays. No, he should not be great or something like that. And then, like, well, I'll tell you what. I just, did a, I just did a little clicking around on him. He actually didn't go to UMin. He actually... <laughs> is from a state where I would say West Virginia man is worse than Florida man or Ohio man. So, I mean, coming from a man that's from West Virginia, like we do have to take everything he says with a grain of salt because West Virginia man is definitely worse than Florida man. Can can we go back to that for a second? Is that the most, not the most outlandish take? Like Kirk Cousins is not Patrick Mahomes because he doesn't work on Tuesdays. And that is going to totally change his running ability to improvise, right? He has been this guy for 11 years yes. now. How long has he been in the NFL? Kirk, what, Kirk Cousins isn't an athletic freak because he hangs out with his family on Tuesdays. Yeah. That is some stuff. Like you can throw dimes. You gotta though. be, you gotta be out of your mind to yeah. write that in a piece and think like, wow, I think people will really respect me for this take. Somebody well, had to edit talking that about also. it. We're talking about, we're talking about it though. Like that's, I know, that's but sensational like, media in 2023 though. I don't think he's writing this. Like how can I write the most true and 
least opinionated article possible. Well, I, I understand. I understand that. I understand that. We're surrounded by that, right? But he's not Stephen A. Smith. They're not on some debate show. They're not like putting out like he's supposed to be like NBC's football insider. So like the equivalent of like Adam Schefter, you know, or something like that. And it's just it's so funny listening to it because him and Chris Sims have a podcast where they talk about some silly stuff. A good, but. A good podcast. I honestly like Chris Sims, but all right. So anyways, I want to see if I, I bookmarked it really quick because somebody had a side by side of that take with some other thing that he wrote down. I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. Can you read your quote again while John looks this yes. up? Yes. He's a horrible quarterback. The throw needs to be better. I missed a little bit on third down and they played man coverage. Their best player against our best player. It got tipped around and he made an incredible play. Granted, this quarterback won last week. Uh, Bill Belichick. No, talking about Pat's got absolutely. Pat's got absolutely. Oh, this quarterback won? This QB won? Yes. Is this Mike McDaniels making a play about one of Tua's interceptions? No, no. This man okay. could not wipe to his butt. Uh, Russell Wilson. Sean Payton about Russell, Russell Wilson? Wilson was on the field. Oh, who'd they play? Is there Sean Payton? The team that they played. The quarterback for the team that they Zach played. Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. Oh, so it was a Jets. I'm glad. Jets. They're, they're, they're yeah. holding him accountable. This this last quote I, I saved for last because it's pretty funny. Pat, before um, we get to that really quick, I, I found what I was looking for. And I apologize. It was Bruce Nolan who tweeted this. So on the right. So one of these quotes is the one that you, Brandon just read about Kirk Cousins taking a day off from football to hang out with his family is the reason why he's not great. And on the other side, he has a quote, Mike Florio on Urban Meyer neglecting his family for football. <laughs> it's not surprising. Clearly, football is Meyer's life. If the neglect of his health problems and his family didn't make that clear enough, the notion that he texted a recruit while at church services confirms that Meyer's existence revolves around football, and so we can't imagine him giving it up. Meanwhile, though we firmly believe that media types should keep matters of football and religion separate, we've gotten the impression that some media types regard the texting while praying maneuver as a badge of honor. It's not. It's the most dishonorable thing that a visitor to a house of worship can do, and it suggests to us that Meyer's bigger health problems might arise from not any physical problems, but from some type of mental or emotional defect. Because God's keeping read receipts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Interesting that he can go one way, one time, one way, another. Whatever floats his boat, man. That's, you know, people read it. That's what gives him a platform. People are going to keep reading West it. West Virginia, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Pat, get I'm Mike so Florio sorry. To, on here to talk about it. I'm so sorry that we commandeered quotes to, you know, a bit no, about Mike Florio. Hey, but, we pulled quotes like, from Mike Florio, the yes. things that he did, did say that we were did. stupid. They're dumb um, things um, that people said. <laughs> yes, that's correct. All right. But anyways, this last one's pretty funny. In regards to breaking a team record, he said, I didn't know. But I asked Jake on the sideline, what was the record? And the reporter said, did he know what the record was? Nah, he didn't know. Mike McDaniel about their total offense. No. He asked mm. Jake on the sideline. He didn't know if he had the record or not. So he asked him and the reporter's like, well, they do know. He's like, nah, I didn't know. Uh, about Khalil Max touched or sack record per game. No, I'm talking last week yesterday. Oh, last week yesterday. Jake. Who's Jake from State Farm? No, I didn't know the guy's name either. I don't think he's a, he's just like some equipment manager or something. I think. Okay. What was a record? Uh, that can was you read, can you read it one more time? I didn't know, but I asked Jake on the sideline, what's the record? And then the reporter asked this person, did you know what the record was? And this person says, nah, I didn't know. This person also, after the game, posted a picture of a 7-Eleven store. 
Hey. Oh, oh, um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, yeah. That's that a pretty legendary quote. He's just like, I didn't even know I broke the record really. I like asked Jake and he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the record is. But, um. <laughs> well, he's always open, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Even more so I, than Chris Hogan. Yeah. Yes. So. But, good quotes. All right. Yeah, those are good. Those are good day quotes. All right. Well, you guys know where to find us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff at Not Buff Podcast. You can go watch videos of us trying the uh, Buffalo Pepsi, the hot sauce and Pepsi combo there. So that was delightful. We almost made Brandon throw up. Gross. Um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> all right. We're going to hop off of here and do our game picks for Friday's episode. So be sure to check that out. We'll have Brando's bets alongside with that, trying to bounce back this week. So uh, look for that Friday in your podcast feed. And uh, until then, go Bills. Go Bills. Oh, 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 oh,